Good morning, friends and family, brothers and sisters in the Lord, and brothers and sisters out of the Lord. Uh, God bless you, each and every one. The reality of suffering, suffering is difficult to talk about. It's difficult to write about. It's it's not something that can adequately be examined on the outside, the outside actually of the realm of the experience itself. It's not uh, something abstract or philosophical. It's real. It's concrete. It leaves its scars on us. When the winds of adversity have passed, we're seldom unchanged. It's only when one has passed through a crisis event that, that they can truly comprehend what it means to suffer. And often it's only in retrospect that we realize the purpose and value of our suffering. As we look back, we can see the, the, what we did learn out of it, what, what fruit we gained out of it even. But when we're in it, it's hard to actually see what we would be learning in it. Struggles in life can uncover hidden depths of character and, and it can hidden, uh, uncover the unknown strength for service. People who go through life unscathed by sorrow and untouched by pain tend to be shallow in their perspective of life. Suffering, on the other hand, tends to plow up the surface of our lives and to uncover these depths that provide greater strength of purpose greater strength of wanting to accomplish uh, and being able to accomplish more for the Lord. Only deeply plowed earth can yield a bountiful harvest. So there's, there's pain has been on many faces and we can suffer. We can suffer each one of us physically, mentally, emotionally, psychologically, spiritually, Our difficulties are rarely confined to only one of these areas. They have a tendency to overlap in human experiences. Some of the most intense suffering can be psychologically induced and frequently lead to complications in our physical bodies. There are as many invisible hurts as as there are visible hurts. Pain in the heart pain in the emotions and and there can be difficulty in in diagnosing them because you they're not an open wound you can't not something you can see or even put your finger on sometimes we know that the unseen part of man is often the victim of the most debilitating pains and in certain circumstances you know people can endure excruciating physical pain and yet they can they can just be torn down by unkind word or words. When we hear the story of a tor- tortured or inflicted upon POW, we're astounded by his personal fortitude and his resilience of the human body. But the same man's life can be devastated by just, say, a single viciously perpetrated act or word. The Bible has much to say about the power of the tongue to inflict cruelty. The psalmist says that bitter words are like deadly arrows. James wrote, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boasts. Consider what a great forest is set on fire by a small spark. 
And James says the tongue also is a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. James chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. Man is capable of great victories and also susceptible to great defeats. Man is both strong and he's sensitive. And as the psalmist exclaimed, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made in Psalms 139 verse 14. But in earnest, we must endeavor to apply this same sensitivity when dealing with the matter of suffering, especially as we consider the suffering of others. We can't feel someone else's pain. We can see the anguish in in their faces and try to, to sympathize or empathize with them, but we do not have the feeling they have of the pain. We can just imagine the pain they're going through. We cannot fully know the magnitude of their anguish. But we must never minimize the suffering of another. Scriptures tell us in in Romans 12 verse 5 to weep with them that weep. Our physical sufferings express a great truth as C.S. Lewis He penned these words, pain plants the flag of truth within the fortress of a rebel soul. So the truth is this, man's body is mortal and man's body is temporal or woman's when I say man. And we must all look beyond ourselves to find immortality. Suffering is one of God's ways of speaking to us of awakening us to our need of him and calling us to himself. To quote C.S. Lewis again, God whispers to us in our pleasures and he speaks in our conscience but shouts in our pains. It is his megaphone to rouse a deaf world. If our suffering leads us to God, it has become a blessed and precious friend. The biggest, most magnificent miracle in the world is for a soul to become born again. That new birth experience can't be bought. It can't be paid for. And it can't happen without Jesus Christ. That is the biggest miracle in the world. Bigger than the healing of the body or you know, your life being made longer because your body was healed. If our suffering leads us to God, it actually has become our, our most blessed and precious friend. We can be and are indebted to modern medical science for the tremendous strides made in finding cures for so many diseases. And yet pain is still with us. And many of you maybe listening today know the reality of cancer, strokes, heart attacks, birth defects, auto injuries, many of those things that are devastating in people's lives. Many of you have been maybe bedridden or racked with pain for years. And some of you are shocked by the discovery of uh, maybe a friend or relative's terminal illness. 
But then again, maybe you yourself are facing the prospect of death. Let me assure you that you do not need to face your situation alone because God wants to comfort you and help you right there where you're at, right there in your suffering. Some suffering comes as a natural result of the deterioration of the body. Some forms of physical suffering are inflicted upon us by others. You know, there may be, there may come a day when we as Americans will undergo intense persecution of our faith. And if I was to ask anything today, I would say, are you prepared to face that? Are you prepared to face martyrdom? Because our world looks like it's going in that direction. I want to tell you that Jesus gave his life for you and you may be called to give your life for him. God has many precious promises for those who suffer for Christ. So I want to encourage you today that no matter what you're going through, God will meet you right there at the very point of your need. I think it was Marilyn Hickey that used to say that, but it's true. Right there where you're at, right there what you're going through. I was going through some devastating things when I met the Lord Jesus Christ or or when I gave my life to him. And he was my savior for sure. He brought me through. He brought me through it all. He brought me out of it. He healed my body. He healed my soul. I think there's an old song like that or an old hymn like that. But I just want to encourage you today that he's with you right there in any kind of suffering that you might be going through or suffering of a friend or maybe you're going through through suffering with a friend. I want to tell you he's there with you. He has all of the answers, not just part of them. Not only is he the savior of of our soul for eternity, but he is the savior of our body. He can heal. He can make us whole, whether it's our physical body, our mental, uh, mental stability, our, our, our emotions, no matter what it is, he is there right with you in your situation, loving you in your situation. I'm going to share an incident that I went through, and I'm not going to share it in the fullness of the incident because it would be too lengthy. But I want to tell you, um, if you don't believe in angels, I, I think you ought to rethink that. They show up. The Bible says they come and they minister to us. And, and I actually pray today, if there's anybody out there listening to me talk to you, you know, and you're suffering in any way, shape, or form, I pray that the, the angels from God will come and minister to you today. That would be my prayer for you. But I want to share a story. When I, I was going through not only physical suffering and had just received the worst report of my life, or I felt like the worst report of my life from a doctor. And I knew that I needed the Lord to not only heal me physically, um, I had went to a prayer meeting, to a healing room actually, to be prayed for in regard to that physical suffering. And as I went there, and you know, some of you might believe this and some of you might not. I 
That's not up to me, but I'm going to release this because it's the truth. The angels are there to minister to you. Don't call out to the angels. Call out to Jesus. And Jesus will send a host of angels to minister to you if he doesn't even show up himself. But I want to tell you, on that day that I went for that physical healing, I was in such terrible pain in my heart from a betrayal that um, I, I would not even go into trying to explain. But I can tell you this, for the, for the prior year to that, all I could do, it seemed like, was cry and say, if, if I said anything to anybody, which I think I only said something a couple times to people, and I know they didn't know what I was talking about. You know, it was that pain in my heart, and nobody could see it. But I said, I feel like, I feel like I am dying a a million times over. Like my my heart is broken in a million pieces. And I know nobody knew what that meant. The people that prayed for me for my physical healing, uh, I never even told them about it, though there was a prophetic word that came across that touched on that subject. But not only that, not only that, at that time, due to the betrayal, I felt so unloved. I felt so hurt by people that I I was sure cared about me and loved me. And I, I just felt unloved, not by God, but, but by those close to me. And I want to tell you, as I walked out of the the healing rooms from where they were praying for my physical healing. Um, It was like a one way where you walk out and nobody should have been walking in that way. But there was a lady with short black hair, dark, real dark hair walking towards me. I didn't know who she was. I had, didn't have a clue. I didn't know who anybody was there except my friend who was with me. But that day, and I know it was God to this day when I, I think back on it, and this was this was back in 2012, so it's been a number of years ago, what, several years ago. Um, when I got to that lady as I was walking out, she reached and put her arms around me and hugged me and said in, in, in just the warmth of her, the warmth of her voice and wondering who she was she she said the words how could anybody not love you and you know I was feeling like nobody in the world loved me at that moment and you might be thinking you know how could I feel that bad but if I actually describe the whole betrayal to you you would certainly understand but I'm telling you what God sent an angel to speak that one. That's the only thing she said to me. She did not even greet me. She put her arms around me and she hugged me and she said, how could anybody not love you? And you know, when I, every time I ever thought back on that, I thought I can think of a million reasons why anybody wouldn't love me. There are things about me I don't even like. Y'all know what I mean. There are things about ourselves. Sometimes we're so critical of ourselves. 
But I want to tell you that day, not did God just heal my body, but God sent an angel to heal my broken heart that felt like it was broke in a million pieces. And you know, as I turned around and I looked for her, I couldn't find her. I didn't even know her name. I didn't see where she went. She was going the opposite direction that she should have even been going. And I, I don't know. I never found her. I, I, nobody ever saw her. Nobody ever saw her hug me. And I know it was not my imagination. I was not in out, outer space somewhere. I was very much aware that day. Uh, I was very much uh, knowing that I needed healing for my body, but I was not concerned. I was at peace. I was at peace because my life was right with God and I knew if that was the time for me to go home, I was certainly going with Him. So I wasn't in some place where my mind was all mixed up and confused. Actually, I was there and I was in the healing rooms before I went into the actual healing room where they pray for you. And I, 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 I was so at peace. I was in there praying for my family, for my family to become born again, for my family to come to know Jesus Christ, for my family to know him in reality, not in just like some God up there in the sky somewhere, but I wanted them to know him. I wanted them to be able to serve him, and I wanted them definitely to be right with him but in saying that I just want to say that God never fails us wherever you're at he will go to the greatest lengths I I used to think to myself and uh, the Lord actually brought it to my mind the day that I gave my life to him it's like I was so shy it was just the first time I ever gave my life to the Lord I was 16 years old and I was so shy, so afraid of walking up in front of people and, I don't know, so inhibited. Did not want to take that first step and it was like I could hear in my head, just take one step and God will take the rest. And you know, that day was 16 years old when I stepped out in that altar and took that first step. It was so true. I don't even remember the rest. I knelt at that altar and gave my life to the Lord and asked him to forgive my sins and give me a fresh start. And that's exactly what he did that day. So I want to encourage you folks that are going through difficult things, people who are hurting, people who are wounded. Let me tell you that God can come and heal He can heal the body physically, and he can heal the heart. He has never quit. He never stopped healing people. And he's there for you right in your circumstance. If you need extra prayer, or if you need someone to pray with you, send me an email. I'll get in touch with you. You can send me an email at g like Gail, my first name is Gail, G. Manizak, M-A-N-I-Z-A-K-8, 
at gmail.com. We pray for all of our, our friends and family that do come to the podcast anyway. We pray for healing and wholeness. But I just want to tell you today, you're not alone in your situation. And, and I'm not talking about myself being there. I'm talking about Jesus is right there in the middle of your circumstances, in the middle of what you're going through. No, you are going to be healed. No, you are not going to lose your mind. No, your heart is not going to break in a million pieces because he's going to fix it. He's going to put it back together. And it won't take those who broke it to do it. It just takes Jesus. Okay, friends, I'm going to close there. I just say God bless you. Our prayers are with you always. We are praying for the great awakening. And so anxious for that moment. When God, by the power of the Holy Spirit, will touch earth again. Thank you for stopping by my channel. Thank you for being you. I just pray everything good for you in Jesus' name.